VHS and Colton. You gotta drink some water. I'm parched from this is this is the this is the stuff that's made on podcast. It's just for the, the the YouTube viewers. What? You drink the water? Oh, gotta get make sure you're hydrated so you can deliver the hot takes, the spicy takes. Speaking of which, I'm like the most depressed I've been in a long time, so I'm gonna be uh, probably extra hateful. This podcast is usually me complaining about things that I don't like, so now it's gonna be pretty much everything. <laughs> that, well, I think uh, anybody's listened to podcasts more than three times already saying, "Wasn't that already what you were doing? Hating on everything." <laughs> One of the greatest haters of all time. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> me and um, what were the characters' names? I was going to go say the same, but I can't remember. Yeah. Um, the player haters. The players in the club? Hell yeah, Ashley Larry. <laughs> no, no, that was a different scale, huh? <laughs> there was a kid in elementary school that uh, was called Ashley to win. Yeah, we had a my group of friends had a friend that um, was pretty Ashy, and we had a, a, a nickname for him that I probably shouldn't have been saying as a white boy, but um, I guess we didn't really think about it when we were like nine, ten years old. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, rest in peace, Scott Hall. This podcast, VHS Cult, is dedicated <laughs> to the one and only Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. I'm sweet Kyle. Uh, I'm, I'm a figment of your imagination. Not very sweet this week. I'm going to be mean. I think for like anybody that was a name like Sweet Kyle, it's already kind of like a ironic nickname. Mm-hmm. Like Teeny. Uh, also, yeah. uh, rest in peace to uh, so Sesame Street's uh, Luis of Luis and Maria fame. He died this week. Oh. Why do you do that? I don't know. It made me really sad because I was just watching Sesame Street with the baby man the other day, and there he was singing his songs. And then, <laughs> not two days later, he died. In the middle of the song, he collapsed. Yeah, he left it in the episode. <laughs> they kept it in. That's how it was back in the eighties. The show must go on. Yeah, Scott Hall uh, just complications from hip surgery. That's pretty shitty. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of people die from complications from surgery. If you really think about it. Uh, I mean, if you have a lot of um, uh, additional health issues, right? Well, I mean, you can get does. blood clots, um, you know, staph infections, mm. um, just all kinds of fun stuff. I wouldn't get any of those things. No, no, not you. You're a fucking pillar of health. Mm-hmm. No problems over here. I Actually, um, I don't think I have any health problems now. <laughs> I, I lifted them away. Yeah. I, well, I'm, like, I'm sure it's more the cardio I do every day than lifting. Because when I was just lifting and eating whatever, I just got fucking housed, you know? Well, I mean, the diet is probably a big part of it, too. I don't (laughs) think you really ate shitty at one point. And you're still not eating great, I don't think, but... Um, Yeah, no, I am. I do all that stupid shit where I uh, track all my calories and my macros and stuff. (laughs) Some of your uh, takeout orders were crazy at one point. I don't know if that's still the case. Um, I mean, years ago, like, man, maybe like four years ago, it's been a long time since I started eating, eating healthier. Still doesn't like, I don't know. I'm not losing body fat as quick as I want to. I don't understand why. Especially because I work out every day. You're old, man. You got to get on that, uh, the HGH, the testosterone. There's this fake shit that's really popular on the internet right now for supposedly getting fit. Turkesterone. It's like a... Yeah, well, that sounds fake already. It's it's like plant steroid instead of... I don't remember what it is, but it's like not the same as anabolic steroids. But yeah, all the studies they've done on it so far, to me, imply probably placebo. (laughs) What the fuck was a plant steroid? Plants have muscles? I don't remember all the details of it, yeah. Yeah, plants have muscles. You ever seen oak trees? <laughs> pretty jacked. The biggest tree I've ever seen. Redwoods. Redwoods. That's Redwoods really good. Big. Yeah, also, really that big fucking ones. eucalyptus tree that uh, they tore down a couple years ago. Eucalyptus. Oh, you know the one there. that used to be right outside the community center when we grew up. Mm-hmm. It's as big as our house. There's like an invasive eucalyptus colony somewhere in California that they had to burn. Because it was like tearing shit up. I mean, like they didn't really have to burn it. It was probably just ruining some rich people's plumbing. But you know, shit like that. <laughs> it's all uh, for the rich. Speaking of the rich, Batman. Oh, yes, this is a Batman pack podcast. Batman. Batman. Rest in time. peace to Scott Hall, Batman. Uh, the, the, the bad guy. 
the bat. Oh wait, the bat guy. The bat guy. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good movie. It's um David Fincher's Zodiac, which is probably the best David Fincher <laughs> movie. So if you're gonna copy one of them, I guess do that one. Uh, I actually really did like it a lot. I mean, like lighting, um, yeah, cinematography, cinematography, generally sound. sound, the soundtrack itself, everything mm. was great. How hot um Catwoman was, Zoe <laughs> <laughs> Kravitz. The most unrealistic um, thing about that movie to me is uh. You know, the part where she's like, oh, we got to get Falcone because he killed my friend. Are you going to help me do it? And Batman's like, no, we can't kill. If that was me, it'd be like, say less. Who do you want me? Who else do you want me to kill? I'll go on a rampage for you. Yeah, well, it's probably a good thing you're not Batman. Mm-hmm. I, I have um, very strong morals, but for Zoe Kravitz, or, you know, they're all really right out the window. Any beautiful woman, really. I just, How many children do you want me to kill? That's the Anakin Skywalker story. Fucking, I'll go to war with God for Zoe Kravitz, no problem. <laughs> that scene where um they first meet, and uh, he has to like snatch her up, and she like fights him at first, but then realizes there's like a security guard there or whatever, and like their breathing synchronizes. Damn, that's some hot shit. If that would have been a be- if it was a better movie, they would have had sex right there. That part got cut. I'm sure that's it's gonna be the HBO Max version, the uh, the Matt Reeves cut. Hell yeah, I released the Matt Reeves cut. I want, like, it needs to be sick. It needs to be some disgusting. Oh, sex. Gross. Disgust, sweaty. He's cutting her with the fucking batarang. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not know, even purposeful. It's accidental. It needs to be sensual and erotic. Not pornographic, just sensual and erotic with full penetration. <laughs> 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 what is what a, what a different movie also uh Colin Farrell as the penguin really was actually pretty tight like, yeah it was great <laughs> I really I love I, I like how he uh he killed 15 to 20 people on the highway and they're just like yeah you can go ahead and walk away <laughs> I like the scene previous to that where um because you know he, he's penguin has been acting real genial and like kind of g-shucks but then you see him like uh turn like real sinister during that shootout at first you know what i mean where he's like i'm gonna fucking murder these people i was like damn that's pretty good and then when the batmobile batmobile shows up that is fucking oh what cinema and then you have this crazy <laughs> that maybe is- too long car chase <laughs> <laughs> this car chase is great you know what i mean like again all this in time is great i think the story is a little little weak like the whole reason for the car chase a little thin right yeah <laughs> it's just like we need a car chase here and, and honestly, like the last act of the movie, like the the the, the escalation, the Joker or not the Joker, the Riddler has where it's Riddler Joker, mm. um, where he's like, "I'm gonna blow up the city now." Felt a little like a little a little like a step further than I wanted to accept. You know what I, I like about it though, I kind of like that um, Batman didn't like totally just straight up save the day, you know. And also, yeah. him and Commissioner Gordon just like could not figure out any Riddler shit. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was one step ahead of Batman the entire fucking yeah, time. They were, <laughs> they were really just, huh, a stool pigeon. What has wings? Penguins? <laughs> Penguins have wings. Oh, also a bat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but a falcon does too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, also when they first introduced John Turturro as um, Carmen Falcone, Falcone and yeah. it's through Catwoman's like uh, special vision and he yeah, looks her, so uh, her contact lenses. Fucking that's that shit was dope. It reminded me. I've talked about it on the podcast before. Um, Hype Williams movie Belly with Nas and DMX. Mm-hmm. The very opening scene of that movie, um, they're like rolling through a club and it's like all blacklit. So like their eyes are, you know, I mean, it looks like blacklit and it's like fucking tight because like uh, it just makes everything look so like bestial and, and slightly strange. Which is, uh, that's what that scene reminded me of in Batman, so I thought that was tight. Also, John Turturro, what a great actor. He could do anything. Um, he couldn't play Malcolm X. I don't know. He's, uh, ethnically ambiguous. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Because he's, I mean, he's an Italian man, but, you know, he could play a Jewish gangster. He could play someone from North Africa, the Middle East. That's the ethnically ambiguous sound, though, isn't it? Really, like yeah, it's director. that Italian Greek kind of area, yeah. the, the Mediterranean, Turkish, yeah, <laughs> um, Libya's in there, Tunisia, Egypt, yeah. Uh, I believe it's pronounced the, Tunis. We call that boy. the the cool zone. 
The cool zone. The cool zone. Cool zone. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, in terms of Batman, though, I, I think it gets to the point where I can kind of see where, like, where all the the pieces fit together. It's You mm. know what I mean? I've read so many Batman comics, and I've read just enough in general where it's like, oh, yeah, well, uh, the idea of Batman you know, writing a journal, that comes from a Kevin Smith comic book. The fucking Venom at the end of... Uh, the movie that comes from Grant Morrison's uh, comic book. You know what I mean? It's it's not nothing came from Kevin Smith. I refuse to believe. No, one hundred percent. Like the first time I've ever seen Batman like become like a Hemingway style journal writer um, was in Kevin Smith's uh, comic book series. That doesn't sound like something Kevin Smith would write. It's a let's look at some of his famous tweets and see what Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> The rest of the series is not great. Not, uh, <laughs> the, his Batman work is, is not, not not his best stuff. Yeah, I don't. I'm glad that it doesn't. Uh, at least to me, as a more I just wanted. I don't know. Fan, do I'm me something it different at this point. I, well, I've seen me, enough Dower Batman. To me, it's um. Well, I well, I think yeah, it's like oh, gritty, dark. But I like that it isn't grounded like fucking stupid, boring Nolan's Batman. Where like this straight up seems like a different world, right? There's it is like Gotham does seem like some spooky alternative New York. Yeah, it's like some spooky world, some spooky cursed city. Mm-hmm. So that is tight. And then yeah, as like a more casual Batman fan, and specifically these days, I like um, Tim Burton's Batman movies and the Batman animated series. And like that's kind of end of list. <laughs> I thought. Uh, I like that it wasn't, um, like, we didn't have to see his parents get killed again and worry about any of that shit. No, we don't have to worry about very much boring Bruce Wayne shit, which I always think is boring. I don't care about the duality. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's the full, I don't know if you paid attention, though, uh, uh, all all Bruce Wayne had to do was meet with the fucking accountants, and he would have solved this problem to begin with. Because the whole oh, yeah, crux of this, the, the, the Wayne yeah. fund was being misused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I mean, that's uh, when you're you when you dedicate your life to uh, fighting being like, a karate Batman, yeah, yeah a karate night ninja, fighting like drug dealers on the street and stuff instead of uh, you know uh, the use, utilizing your broader power in the United States. That's kind of how it would end up, I think, right? Because a lot of Batman's uh, whole shit is I'm not to get in that tired old trope of oh he's a fascist or oh no technically blah. blah. Just he's like you know Batman's just pursuing his own like PTSD shit you know what yeah I mean? I mean at the heart of it it's just some, yeah. some little boy lost his parents saw his parents get murdered he's like yeah. never again <laughs> never again never will rich white people die in my city and then it is cool it's kind of a tired Batman trope at this point too but like at least they leaned into um people totally misunderstanding what Batman's doing or not, or really are they misunderstanding it and, and inspiring? Oh yeah. Um, more, it's more like uh, kind of Bruce or Batman realizing what he's actually doing. Right. Yeah. It doesn't stand for shit or at least <laughs> the public perception of Batman. <laughs> so he just likes to beat up criminals. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta fix this city. Yeah. Where uh, he's a real, uh, Rorschach sort of character from the public's perception. Right. Yeah. Which, I mean, uh, you know, there's a reason uh, Alan Moore wrote the character. Wrote <laughs> Rush like that, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Alan Moore, I'm a, a little bit of a disciple of Alan Moore, I guess, where I kind of agree with him that the concept of superheroes is kind of uh, fascistic, fascistic. So Yeah, to a certain extent. I mean, honestly, it harkens to me to like the, the whole idea of like the America is going to be the police of the world, and we know it's... What's right? Just uh, Ubermensch stuff, mm-hmm. and yeah, like oh, the you know the the collective group can't really they can't solve any problems. It's it requires strong men, capital T or capital G, great men, right? That sucks. <laughs> and then yeah, they just they especially in like Batman or Daredevil's case, like the low level street vigilantes, like. There are a lot of times just really harassing disenfranchised people like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, uh, Batman's gotten away from that, I feel like, since, like, the 70s. But, yeah, um, for sure, like, there's a certain extent, like, Spider-Man and Daredevil, where, like, your friendly neighborhood and Spider-Man is just kind of beating, <laughs> beating up poor people. Or even, um, what, like, the heroes for hire, like, Luke Cage and Iron Fist and stuff, were, like... Yeah, Luke Cage. I'll hear no Luke Cage slander here. He's gonna clean up the hood, but he doesn't address how the CIA brought crack into 
uh, black communities and created the crack epidemic. He just beats up drug dealers. <laughs> Put that man on a bigger case. He's got like, he's unstoppable, right? He's, Luke Cage is impervious to anything. He could. I just him. think he's got bulletproof skin. And he's really strong. I think he could, oh. if you hit him hard enough, he can still concuss him. What if he fought the Hulk? The Hulk probably beat him. Yeah, I think the Hulk would just pulverize his insides, right? Isn't that how it would work? I don't know. I, I think that's what would happen. Then the Hulk like tear Wolverine apart and Wolverine regrew or some shit. That's the ultimate fucking universe, which no one gives a shit about and has all kinds of crazy, stupid shit in it. That shit rules. Remember how like horny the X Men were? <laughs> Remember how horny the fucking Avengers were? I'm sorry, the Ultimates were. Hell yeah, uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver were incestuously horny. <laughs> Kurt Buswick, not Kurt Buswick. Sorry, Kurt Buswick, not you. The other uh, Loeb. Oh, Jeff Loeb. Yeah. Man, you know, that's it's because they're Eastern Europeans, huh? That's why he included <laughs> it. He was taking some pot shots at the Slavic peoples. Wait, didn't Jeff Loeb write The Long Halloween? He did. Long One of Halloween the best Batman stories good. ever. I was thinking uh, Matt Reeves' sequel to Batman. Just take some cues from Long Halloween, but make it set like all in one night. Halloween, create the greatest Halloween movie of all time. Right? I mean, I don't, like I don't even pay like, attention. They're they're like doing like a, a Batman Arkham show on HBO Max, mm. a Penguin show, which maybe you'll excite you're excited about that. And there's rumors yeah. there's, a, there's a fucking Catwoman movie. I mean, so like, I, I Colin Farrell is straight up. I think I said last week he's probably one of my favorite actors. His like last decade. No, fuck was, his last day. De- True Detective season two is not last decade. Uh, all right, last fifteen years, twenty years. <laughs> he's been really good for a long. He's good. In uh, he's always been good. He's great in True Detective. It's just like the writing. Yeah, fucking True Detective, True Detective is really true. good. I'll, I mean, I'll go to Battle Colin. He's been great in everything bro. I've yeah. ever seen him in. I mean, even in even Daredevil, the Daredevil movies, yeah, he's bullseye. <laughs> Yeah, but that said, I don't give a fuck about a Penguin movie. Just like, make him <laughs> no, no, the... Penguin TV show, a series oh, yeah, of yeah, HBO yeah. Max series. Yeah, if he was in, just put him in the next Batman movie. That's fine. Uh, here's the thing: like Batman, to me, seems like he. If you, unless you're gonna do something really big with the movie, he's a character that's really ripe for like a a TV show or miniseries, right? Because most of the stories you can tell with Batman don't need to be that big. Yeah, they can be like. Um, old how tv shows in the 90s were especially like x files or like even the buffy you know where yeah there's an overarching story for the season but really it's like monster of the week or in batman's case mobster of the week <laughs> so i i think the the batman's problem is he's just gotten he's too big right I, oh that's but the, he's I, really perfect for that kind of like, absolutely HBO series I absolutely hate when Batman interacts with the larger DC universe. Oh, yeah, me too. And I never want to see that in film. I never want to see Batman fighting aliens or gods and that shit. Nope. I want him to, like, fucking, like, have to fight Scarecrow in a graveyard on Halloween or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, and he just. Well, I don't know. I might be down for some, like, Brave and the Bold type shit. Nah, fuck that. I, don't, I can't stand that. It's like, uh, in Brave and the Bold, the cartoon is, like, tight, but, like,. I don't know. I just really don't like to see Batman involved. I, I like to think of Gotham as its own world and Batman in it, not part of the larger DC universe. Because like that, it like make it negates everything interesting about Batman. It's like, oh, he I don't, just, I don't disagree. You know what I mean? But the problem is again, it's Batman's so big you can't do that. I once I become uh, ex- what is the head the executive editor at DC? I'm doing it. <laughs> You're not gonna let you anywhere near that. I'm doing it. I'm selling Batman to a completely different company. He's going to have his own universe. It's just his Batman universe. Superman show up? Yeah, right. Superman's a TV character in uh, Gotham. <laughs> that represents how uh, unachievable any type of thing like that could possibly be in the world of uh, Batman. And Colin Farrell's Batman also. <laughs> <laughs> um, What else? What else did I like about Batman? It's just pretty tight. It's uh, too long. But then I don't know what you would edit out of it. I mean, well, shorten the car chase, right? Maybe make the car chase look make a little more sense. You can cut the fucking Joker and Riddler scene. Oh, I don't yeah. give a shit about I don't it. Care about that? Um, I think Barry Kogan might be interesting as the Joker, but you could just do that in another movie. I'm so sick of the Joker. Like, just no one, who cares? You know, at this point, you know what I mean? Do something else. There's so many. We've never seen Clayface. We never, you know. 
Mr. Freeze is great villain. Let's do it, Mr. Freeze. Movie, you think they're gonna do a movie where Batman has to fight Doo Man Clayface? <laughs> I think you should do a Batman movie. I think fight Batman Clayface. or Clayface would work really well as a secondary villain because he can, you know, turn into all sorts of different people. I just remember really liking that. Uh, that uh, it wasn't a two-part episode of the Batman animated series. Well, I mean, I'll say it right now: the Mask of the Phantasm is still the best uh, Batman movie there, there's ever been. Scorching hot take. I think it's Matt Reeves, the Batman. I don't think. I mean, story wise, I think that I think the Dark Knight might still be better than the Batman. I I think I mentioned it before, but I rewatched the Dark Knight a few years ago, and like I really didn't think it aged very well, and it like incorporated a lot of stuff that I find uninteresting about Batman, and I just don't like Nolan's vision. Um, Heath Ledger's good, obviously. I'm not going to be so radical with my hot takes and be like, <laughs> and also, he's a whack joker. Uh, he is just doing a Tom Waits impression, but it's a pretty good impression. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't think... Also, I don't think Tom Waits ever killed anybody. I don't think The Dark Knight is actually that good, in my opinion. And the well, thing, Your opinion is shit. I, also, I was exaggerating when I said the Batman is the best. I, probably Batman Returns, greatest Christmas movie of all time. <laughs> I watch Batman Returns. I don't know. I still think 89 is better than Returns. Oh, 89 is a better movie for sure. Batman Returns is just like my personal favorite because, um, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer. Well, yeah, and Tim Burton really just goes for it. Like the camp is uh, next level in Batman Returns. And like the good kind of camp, too. I don't mean like when, uh, was it Bruckheimer? No, yeah. not Bruckheimer. Yeah, Jo. Who did fucking. Jeffrey Bruckheimer. Sure. Shoemaker, Schumacher. Shoemaker. Wow. Sorry, Brookhammer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His Batmans, which are like just bad. <laughs> I mean, some of the camp in like Batman Forever is all right, you know. But yeah, I, don't, I, mean, I mean, Batman Forever is still a pretty okay movie. It's yeah. Batman and Robin where it's really like, what the fuck are you guys doing anymore? Yeah, the problem with Batman and Robin is not that it's like schlocky and bad. I think that works because Batman Forever it works pretty well. In it. It's just too much going on, right? And Batman, yeah, Batman and Robin seemed like they were out of ideas, and it was just like introduce as many characters as possible so we can merchandise them, right? You know what I mean? It was just like a, let's make another one for money, and also we have all these characters and fucking Batwoman and shit, <laughs> <laughs> Batgirl, pal. Oh, Alicia Silverstone. The height of her career, right? She's just coming off clueless. Yeah, it's downhill from here. That's crazy. It seems like she should have had a bigger career. But I guess Batman and Robin probably ruined it. <laughs> Chris O'Donnell, too, right? His career is over after that. Basically, and then he's on NCSI, right? For the last mm-hmm. 20 years of his life. That's the fate so, that awaits Robert Pattinson. No, I don't think so. He's about to work with Bong Joon-ho. Oh, Bong Joon-ho doing a Batman movie? Yeah, <laughs> sure is. Doing another Batman, Bong Joon Ho. That might be interesting. He would definitely address like the uh, class crime issues in Batman if Bong Joon Ho made a Batman movie. <clears throat> Who the he'd uh, probably pick a Calendar Man, <laughs> <laughs> the Sphinx, the Pharaoh was the '96 Batman guy. Something real Sphinx. cerebral. What's the Court of Owls? Ugh, they? They're fucking boring, is what they are. I don't know why the fucking anybody likes that shit. I read the quarter hours; it's garbage. Who's uh fucking? You know the what is worse is the war of r- jokes and riddles. Fuck you guys. What's the, who's the doctor? Um, Fate. No, oh, Strange. Villain. Not doctor. Well, he's a Batman villain, you know. Hugo Strange. Oh yeah, Hugo Strange. That's what it is. Yeah, he's Hugo Strange. Hugo Stiglitz. Professor Pig. <laughs> uh, fucking Condiment King. If they had Clayface in like the Matt Reeves Batman universe, it is so grounded that he couldn't be Clay Monster. He'd just have to be a guy that's really good at disguises. No, man. They gotta go for it. Clay Monster. Nah. It worked in Batman Animated Series. Yeah, but Batman Animated Series is really um, comic booky, right? Like, like Silver Age comic Bookie, where it's like anything could happen. I don't think know about silver. Maybe the end of the silver age. Anything could happen in this crazy mixed-up universe. Yeah, you're right. They didn't have Condiment King in it, or um, <laughs> who's the sports guy? <laughs> sports master. I think is yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, the sports guy. <laughs> didn't have him in it. 
<laughs> more serious than that. There's a lot of ninja shit in that Batman cartoon the animated series. Because uh, I don't like that Batman <laughs> when he got trained as a ninja either. That's just kind of weird. <laughs> Do you like how they, uh, they, they, they stole this from the Earth-1 trade paperbacks? Uh, but Alfred is, uh, is a guy who's... SAS guy now, and he yeah, he's he's the one trained Master Wayne to do ninja stuff now. I think it's good because um, Andy Circus was in it. Andy Circus is really handsome. I always forget he's really handsome until <laughs> you see him as Andy Circus. Like, oh, yeah. like, oh man, he looked nothing like Gollum mm-hmm. or um, an ape, <laughs> <laughs> King Kong. No, uh, well, yeah, King Kong and Planet of the Apes. He's the oh, I forgot who he's Caesar. Of course, I still haven't seen those uh, Planet of the Apes movies. Matt Reeves directed them. That's why Andy Serkis is in Batman, I'm sure. I mean, not the only reason, but like I'm sure they have a close relationship. That's an interesting thing about the Batman, too, is um, I like, straight up fucking loved it. It was a very enjoyable movie for me. Um, but uh, the director, Matt Reeves, I fucking... This Based on everything else he's directed, there's no reason for me to like this movie. <laughs> and then one of the highlights of the movie is the soundtrack, right? The the score. And uh, I'm, I'm going to pull up. The I mean, it's very score, reminiscent so. of Batman 89 and the, the animated series. Or I guess Tim Burton returns to the, the, the returns animated series. Well, I like it because it's, it's like a horror score. And it's like it copied Zodiac once again. But... <laughs> It's pretty tight, but I... I'm I mean, sure. all these superhero movies these days are like, hey, let's just... What if we do this movie but put Batman in it? Yeah, it's kind of like uh, another um, symptom of just the complete uh, like death of culture. Yeah, so well, here's my pitch to you. Grumpy old men, but Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. No, I, here's my pitch. Uh, no more superhero movies except for <laughs> Batman every once in a while. And maybe... Um, no, that's it. I think Batman's the only one that works on film, but uh, the score is, is it because good. Batman's more of a like a pulp character than a super yeah, character? like Gotham spooky and he's got spooky villains and he's just a regular guy with gadgets and he's got to solve crimes and stuff. It's just like more appealing to me than any other superhero shit. Uh, well, here, me, Michael Giacchino is the guy that did the score. And fucking based on every other like score he's done, I don't give a fuck about this man. <laughs> <laughs> but it, the score in the Batman is fucking dope. Mm. Yeah, because his shit is like it started off making video game music, and then he Jurassic World and fucking Pixar shit. And Pixar Rabbit. has good scores. I don't know why you get upset about that. Uh, it's Incredibles too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody complained about the score for Incredibles 2 <laughs> well I'll say he did Spider-Man No Way Home score which um, and a bunch I don't of Marvel, remember actually the, the score was a fine for Spider-Man No Way Home that Marvel movies have like the most unremarkable music in them like it's they, it barely exists you know what I mean so it's crazy for him to have done something so dynamic in my opinion I guess is what I wanted to point well, out well I mean the thing with Marvel movies they don't really give any of these people a lot of time to do anything you know it's a lot of churn and burn and well, yeah, uh, I assume the they're... Batman if you've seen it there's a lot of uh, a lot of craft that went into this movie yeah, it's, uh, that's what my initial thoughts were when I saw like the full trailer. I think I said on the podcast where I saw it and I was like, hey, this Batman movie looks like a real movie, um, which is, you know, in stark contrast to most superhero movies, including Warner Brothers DC movies, where they don't look like real movies, Marvel especially. So, yeah, check it out. I know people been on the fence if they want to see the new Batman movie or not. It's the sweet Kyle's seal of approval. Well, I mean, honestly, um, it was the Batman Begins Nolan verse that that brought Batman back. Because after Batman and Robin, no one wanted to see Batman again. I, actually, when Batman Begins came out, uh, it seemed like no one wanted to see Batman. There was like no hype or fanfare about. Yeah, Batman exactly. Begins. I remember it, got, it had really great legs. That's in board of yeah. mouth. That's what carried it through. There was a question whether or not I was going to get a sequel. Yeah, because I remember we went and saw it in theaters, but it was like... <laughs> it was like you and me and one other person. Well, like, listeners, can you imagine a superhero movie that's almost like underground? Like, word of mouth? It used to happen. Sin City. 
Batman. <laughs> Batman Begins. Which is crazy, too, because, I mean, even the uh, the 80s through 90s Batman, those were major cultural events, right? And then Batman Begins is coming out, and Warner Brothers is like, good luck in August, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then a few years later, like, holy shit, a billion dollars? Yeah. Let's turn all these Batman. Because I guess Batman Begins was pretty novel at the time, right? Comparatively to... Um, other superhero movies at the time and the other Batman movies, right? Because it was like, yeah, it was the first one. I was like, let's take this uh, source material seriously. Although, yeah. I mean, the X Men came out before that. I think uh, Batman, Spider Man too. Batman Returns takes the material pretty seriously. <laughs> that was their number one son. <laughs> they treated me like number two. <laughs> and, wow. and, and Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. There's a just an endless legacy of just Catwoman always being super hot, huh? You never drop the ball on that one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, from the '66 show onward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd kill for them all. Well, some of them are dead. I'd still kill for them. <laughs> I, I'll do a seance to see if I get any messages from beyond. They need revenge on anyone. <laughs> Michelle Fiverr's in Marvel movies these days. Yeah, I'm just cashing a paycheck. I'm she's probably cashing a paycheck a little bit in. Well, no, because in Batman Returns, she learned to use that whip. That's a, quite a bit of commitment for just cashing a paycheck. Also, they're like super huge movies at the time, right? Didn't '89 Batman like uh, defeat communism or something? Made so much money. <laughs> I '89 is the first movie I remember seeing a line outside a theater as a kid. Yeah, I don't remember it because I was very small. I remember it quite well. I was Batman the whole year for Halloween. I was Batman. I was Batman. Like it had a little, those little plastic masks with a little, little slit in it from the mouth when you stick your tongue and you cut it. So when you say trick or treat all night, you're like, fum, fum, fum. and then yeah, on that, you go to eat candy, you're like, I can't taste shit. My tongue's all bloody. I was probably a pumpkin or something, right? I don't remember what you were. Because yeah, of sure. was, It's about me like, and Batman. I was only like two or three years old. So, you know. You were, you were in three, I think. Yeah, you're three. Being a pumpkin or something. Did you watch the big fight? The biggest fight of all time? Uh, Ski Davidson fight? and Kanye West? Oh, uh, no, no, no. The 2017 World's Strongest Man, Eddie Hall, fought 2018's World's Strongest Man, Half Thor Bjornsson. <laughs> Whoa. Hopefully, the guy with less than Bjornsson won, because that's a hell of a name. That's that fool that played the mountain who rides oh. in Game of Thrones. You know who he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember him. Yeah, they fucking had a boxing match for some reason. How'd it go? Fake, like, hyped up beef or some shit that's been going on for years or whatever. But uh, what's interesting about it is the heaviest fight of all time, right? Because they're both, like, over 300 pounds. But they did get in shape to box. It fucking sucked, though. It looked like if I stepped into a boxing ring. <laughs> like, I have, like, just enough training to, like, pretend to be you a have boxer. A he- you have a heavy bag in your garage. You probably throw a few more bunches than they have. Yeah, but you know what I mean? They've been, like, training for... However long, the, a year or two for the boxing. That's match. that's surprising so me. I feel like you give me training. a year of training straight for boxing, I'll look pretty good. No, I mean they looked well. Half Thor looked better than I expected for sure. He looked like a straight up boxer for a little bit. You know what I mean? But I don't know. That's what I mean. Is it looked like if I stepped in there with my sporadic like fighting training, and I was like, all right, I know to keep my hands up, and I know how to throw a punch, and how to jab and stuff, and hopefully I'll be able to get a hook in. <laughs> you want a colder your corner man just roll your shoulders <laughs> yeah and then the other fool eddie hall like uh he only was like sort of keeping his left hand up he kept changing he kept switching stances like right in front of the other dude which is like that so, was smart <laughs> yeah it was the fucking it was i don't know <laughs> I wasn't like super hyped up or about it or anything. I just vaguely familiar with who they are, and like it got recommended to me on YouTube, and I watched it, and I was like, "Yeah, I kind of sucked." <laughs> but whatever, it was just uh, the heaviest fight of all time. Some big, two huge ass dudes. That's the thing too, is you. I feel like there's got to be some. There's some UFC fights that had sumo wrestlers. I feel like they had to be heavier than that. But, may, but I guess for boxing, uh, this is boxing here. specifically. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, like, they're huge ass dudes and legitimately strong as fuck, right? Like they're legitimately world's strongest man. You know? Yeah, but I mean? I mean, like being really strong doesn't necessarily transfer into having a really clean, powerful punch. 
Yeah, but if you get trained for a year or so and learn how it to should. throw a punch using your whole body, like you're supposed to using the kinetic chain, and you know your fucking arms and shoulders and torso and leg are strong as fuck, seems like you should be able to punch really fucking hard. So I was thinking, like, man, is someone going to get fucking brain damage from this shit? But not. Nah, they didn't ever even really get like any big punches in. Because they didn't know how to box. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of... If you well, watch anybody that, fight on the street, too, is, you know, a lot of people don't really hit connect. Well, yeah, because they just throw haymakers and shit, which is kind of what the problem was, is Half Thor did train enough that he knew how to box enough, like, that the Not other to throw dude... haymakers? That the other dude who was just kind of throwing big swings, like, he'd just step out of it, you know, knock it away. and But he was fighting really defensively, so he didn't ever get any big hits in either. So really... It's just why amateur boxing isn't fun to watch. <laughs> also, it's not as good as Muay Thai because they're not fucking throwing knees and shit. I love that shit when they fucking kick him so hard in the leg. <laughs> Muay Thai is tight. But uh, fucking whatever. Uh, half through or one of through points. That's always the best. When you watch a celebrity boxing match and someone wins through points. They were like uh, talking. They're like, "Damn, what did, it was only six rounds, right?" And like the <laughs> yeah, those big fellas can't go very long. People like leading up to it and shit, and even like the announcing team were like, oh, "I don't know if they're gonna be able to go these these six rounds." Blah blah. blah. Like, I I don't know. They've been training for a year and a half. They've both lost like crazy amounts of weight and like look legitimately healthy. You know, how, like strong men are fucking huge and strong. Yeah, they got a lot of bulk. Yeah, but so I was like. I think they can handle six rounds and yeah they absolutely could because <laughs> it's like yeah yeah he's 340 pounds but he's six nine you know what i mean so it's like yeah, i think he'll be all right <laughs> i think the proportions of his body are good enough that he can go six rounds especially if you're not punching that much you know bum, 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 bum. what else i don't know that's all i got let's talk about batman uh, I watched another Batman. movie f- this week called Howl, not the uh, Allen Ginsberg poem turned into a movie, but uh, some British shit with werewolves. A train breaks down in merry old England and there's werewolves in the woods. It's actually pretty cute. It's got like good practical effects and stuff. I uh, first heard about it and almost watched it on St. Patrick's Day, but then I was like, nope, I can't watch it today because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's British. Yeah, I was like, dare yeah you. I'm not watching any English <laughs> shit today. No, sir. We had uh, we had Lucky Charm pancakes for breakfast, and I made Guinness stew for for dinner. Right on. Should have been. And I drank two more Guinnesses, so now I have five Guinness left. Stone soup and soda bread. I didn't make soda bread. Yeah, we, uh, we just bread. had ciabatta bread from from, from the Costco. I keep wanting to um start my kung fu era. Not like learning kung fu or anything, but I mean watching <laughs> like uh, kung fu movies and uh, mm-hmm. wushi. But like, I don't ever get around to it. I should. I need to do it. What's your? Uh, what are you going to start with? What? Um. You know the the man who directed Hero and House of Flying Dragons and yeah. Stuff? Oh, so probably, you're watching new shit? Probably his whole filmography. His name's uh, Zong Miyu. I think Long Miyu. He does. He didn't do all kung fu movies. Like his career popped off in the early '90s with Raise the Red Lantern, which is more of like a period drama. But I figure I'll watch. All of his uh, Wuxia movies. Wuxia. 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 Um, and then, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of want to watch more modern stuff because I've seen all, like, a lot, pretty much all the old classics. If yeah, anyone has any best ones. hidden gems to recommend from, like, the 70s and 80s, feel free to hit me up at probably Kyle at VHSCult.com. But yeah, I'm more interested in uh, kind of modern shit, I think. Chinese propaganda. <laughs> I love you, Granddaddy P. Mm. Xi Jinping. Got him. He looks like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> in that he yeah. looks totally huggable. Snuggleable. I actually do think he <laughs> You're just talking of... about how Winnie the Pooh is a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do think uh, Xi Jinping kind of looks cute, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. You're one of them, huh? I mean, not, <laughs> I like, need a strong white daddy that I can hug. <laughs> I mean, I've joked about it on the past on the podcast, but like, oh, uh, right. legitimately, there's major problems with China, and he doesn't. Uh, 
I don't I don't particularly care about strong leader daddy, but he does actually look kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say, you know, it's always a bad sign when anybody consolidates power like that. Yeah. Zelensky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough about Ukrainian politics to know how upset I should be about him uh uh, uh, oh, the spending political par- the power. Spending political power. Parties I mean, that's just because it it's fucking like, wartime. It's you know what I mean. That'll she'll go away. Yeah, but it is also like during war times is a lot of times when um, governments start to strip away rights and then uh, make things worse and don't ever revert back. So, like I said, I don't know enough about Ukrainian politics to have a firm stance on it, but it is kind of like, huh, hmm, interesting. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's uh, during war times is when. Uh, Shit seems to get bad for people. <laughs> I mean, that's like, I don't know, maybe. But, like, they suspended habeas corpus during the Civil War, and that came back. Yeah, but, um... Uh, the Patriot Act. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't declare war. <laughs> <laughs> it was war on terror, don't you remember? Yeah, hey, I don't remember anybody making a formal declaration. That's my fucking problem in here. This is different. It's a war. <laughs> it a war on a concept. Yeah, fuck you, that's why we stopped making horror movies. <laughs> stop terrorizing the American people. <clears throat> yeah, Zelensky. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how strongly I feel about it, but it is kind of like uh, I'll definitely I'll pause and think about it. Huh. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, there's this uh, French journalist um, named Carolyn Jaffe. Uh, she um, got permission from a Yakuza boss to um hang out and photograph like the wives and daughters and mistresses and partners of uh yakuza members mm-hmm. and i'm fucking super interested in her book that she released like a photo album of all the work she did over a the table book of uh yakuza boss wives yakuza women yeah um the only copy i've been able to find is 800 dollars. holy god yeah it's like a really small printing and stuff so that sucks i wish i was rich so i could just have cool shit like that you know what i mean for 100 dollars it's better fucking come than actually yakuza wars i don't <laughs> i don't know i don't know about all that <laughs> like maybe like a commemorative um yakuza uh, something better be gold in it is all i'm getting <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the specifics of, uh, you know, like the quality of the photos and the papers printed on, but I'm sure there's some bullshit reason why it's eight hundred dollars, you know. But that sucks. I want it real bad. So uh, once again, go to vhscool.com. Donate. Donate to the Patreon. I need the Yakuza Women book. I fucking love women with tattoos and then also specifically japanese style tattoos well i gotta be honest with you i, I think you you may not find a lot of yakuza women tattoos in the book oh that's where you're wrong my friend because yakuza Does the, women, are the wives frankly frequently tattooed yes they are and the, the here's the thing obviously yakuza are very patriarchal as you would expect um so technically these women aren't part of the yakuza but, you know, they kind of are, right? You know what I mean? Nope. They're involved in that shit. And a lot of them are heavily tattooed. And that shit's badass. If I How was many of them missing fingers? Oh, or knuckles, anyways. I think probably the case when it comes to women who aren't officially Yakuza, they probably don't get, um, what is it, Yasube, which is where they take the finger. They probably get straight up murders. And probably... Um, other well now your book is depressing i hope you're fucking happy (laughs) yeah well once again yakuza they um are a patriarchal criminal organization that is very violent and probably not good but they look really cool in movies (laughs) like like all mafioso Mm -hmm. exactly if it had i been uh, fortunate enough to be born in japan rather than the united states i'd probably be yakuza (laughs) <laughs> I mean, if you stayed in the family business like if we hadn't moved out of chicago no i probably wouldn't though because um yeah the very glamorous uh depiction of gangsters like uh that evil man martin scorsese always does is very appealing but then when you learn about the reality where it's like sex trafficking and uh, a whole bunch of horrible shit i'm not super into it you know I don't mind a little drug dealing or violence against other people that are willing to participating in the the lifestyle, you know, but a lot of the other shit. 
I'm not. In, I'm not in for a fairy tale New York type shit. No, nah, that shit's sad. <laughs> you uh, <laughs> once upon a time in New York. Oh, that's what I mean. Sorry, I'm getting confused with the, uh, the Pogue the, song. The Pogue song, yeah, which took from the the uh, once upon a time in New York, right? That theme. Oh yeah, a little bit, and then they also filmed at some of the locations for the music video and stuff. It was uh, Shane McGowan was inspired by that film, having not been to New York yet when he wrote the song. I'm from England. <laughs> Don't you ever say that? Don't you ever say the truth? <laughs> He's more Irish than anyone would ever be. He's definitely not more Irish than I am. I'll tell you that. <laughs> sure he is. He spent tons of his life in Ireland. He was. Yeah, Ireland. he's not from there though. Yeah, his. I mean, he's as from there as we are. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> um, uh, I had I had beef and Guinness too. They the same passion. What did he? Nothing. That's right, because he ain't got no teeth. I didn't do anything on St. Patrick's Day. I like um St. Patrick's Day. Like, here's one modern like aspect of like modern social media digital shit. That's that's good. Is I like on St. Patrick's Day now. Um, you can just see like all the like the fucking what you know what's 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 going on in Ireland <laughs> <laughs> as far as like politics and social shit and stuff. Because it's like uh, for the man, they are fucking dunking on. Uh, Michael Martin and shit because <laughs> he didn't get invited to the United States, but Mary Lou McDonald did. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. People just clown on that shit. Mm. And then also, yeah, uh, it's cool now that the youngsters are always posting like Republican shit, Irish Republican shit. I mean, <laughs> like uh, kneecap posting shit about IRA and stuff. That's fun. That's fun shit. It's good shit. Thanks. It's all thanks to the internet. I think. Thank you. Thank you, internet. You're mm, I get to, I one love, for a thousand. I love peeking into the popular culture of other countries and stuff. The internet has provided that for me. Just think, my love for of Japanese film and stuff would it even exist without the internet? Well, yeah, I guess a little bit because we used to watch um, Japanese and Hong Kong and sh- movies like that on. The, the Certainly internet. not your love of South Korean. No, because we didn't have like a Korean channel. Yeah, we had, we had a Chinese channel and Japanese channel. Yeah, which is interesting. Presumably, there's a lot of people of Korean descent in the Bay Area too. I but mean, there's then, a lot of various Asian descents. Remember, we went to school with like people from Thailand and Laos and. Well, Cambodia. yeah, that's the thing is, uh, all of my friends were Thai, Cambodian, Vietnamese. Well, Asian. I had a lot of Asian kids in my class. Not too many, like. I mean, Philippines. Oh, yeah, Philippines. Especially not Japanese people, right? Because fucking their society operates so well that there's no reason to immigrate to the United States. Seemingly. So I didn't know any people of Japanese descent or Korean, I feel like. There was a Korean uh, exchange student in high school, though. I'm friends with a Korean kid in like first or second grade. Me? Yeah. Uh, I was most most of my friends were Thai and black, Thai and black. <laughs> but that's not black. <laughs> Africa's not in East Asia. You learn something new every day. But uh, there, I had a, a, a friend in high school who was a Korean exchange student, and um, his Korean name was uh, uh, Bong Joon Ho. No, Im Kwe Joon, which is a good name, right? That's a cool name. But he, for his American name, he chose Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, everyone was calling him Jeffrey and shit. And I'd be like, man, just use, just be Kwe Jun. <laughs> but he's like, no, nah, I'm Jeffrey in the United States. <laughs> and he's asking me, like, uh, how do you get uh, American girls to like you and stuff? And I was like, you should probably start calling yourself Kwe Jun. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jeffrey yeah, shit's like, fuck if I know. <laughs> <laughs> that Jeffrey shit, not going to work. He's like, doesn't Jeffrey just... Jeffrey like, doesn't sound like... I mean, even before Game of Thrones, Jeffrey wasn't a great name. Oh, that's not even... I just... I, I, Jeffrey, like... I don't know. That You're seems, a dork. Hey, <laughs> <Hi>, Jeffrey. <laughs> it's me, Jeffrey. Hey, Jeffrey. Not even Jeff, but Jeffrey. <laughs> so you gotta put that shit to bed. It's the only <laughs> way you can get the American girls. American girls like names like, like Pete. No, they like names like Tad and Forrest. Tad? I've never met a Tad in my life. And um, 
Beau. <laughs> <laughs> Spelled the French way. Beau. Hunter. Hunter. Beau. And uh, actually, Scallion. I feel like there's some boring ass names that are popular with opposite sex, like Justin and shit. Most popular names with opposite sex. I know there's like a study or some shit. Uh, 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 like uh, ladies uh. like the name Justin? Yeah, some shit like that, yeah. Yeah, Unless her last name is credible. Uh, 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 uh. 20, 200 most attractive and hot guy names that women love. Based on science. <laughs> I uh, oh yeah, this, <laughs> this has got to be a joke, but it's on Mom Junction, a website that's dedicated to like mom shit, right? But right. <laughs> oh no, they're in alphabetical order. Damn it! Because <laughs> I was about to be like number one is Abe. Like they're playing a trick on us. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" That's number one. Here's a insider has the, these are the hottest, the fifteen hottest names for men and women in the U.S. based on how swiped right they are. Fucking get to the names. Number one for women is Brianna. Hmm. Bri- women go: Brianna, Erica, Lexi, Brooke, Vanessa, April, Natalie, Jenna, Molly, Katie, Laura, Rebecca, Lindsay, Taylor, Allie. No standouts from me there. Nope, not the name of anyone I've dated, and honestly, can't. I even dated Lauren once. Can't think of any friends that even have these names. Oh wait, I dated an Erica before. I knew an Erica. Uh, oh, I saw also in April too. I I did like. Oh yeah, no, April. There's an April I kissed and felt up and stuff. <laughs> Uh, here's the dudes: Brett, Tyler, <laughs> Corey, Andy, Noah, Shane, Jeffrey, Rob, Frank, Jeff, Zach, Brandon, Nicholas, Greg, Zachary. Sure. See, those are all boring ass names, right? Sure. No. <laughs> the women's names are boring too, in my opinion. Lexi's an alright name. I guess I like names with X's. <laughs> <laughs> I just like X names. Javier. Xi Jinping. <laughs> Hottest female names. Brianna. 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 I had a girlfriend whose middle name was uh, Brianna. So. There we go. Yeah. It's all coming together, isn't it? Fixed it. Figured it out. We all know the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brianna. Mm-hmm. You are to us. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, my God. Ugh. What a week, huh? What a week. What a week. What a week. Well, it's going to get better from here. Probably not. Uh, it's I. I, mean, I hate my life and my body and everything. You hate your and body. I just feel like it's never gonna get any better. There's no way to escape. Everything is gonna get progressively worse. And the time traveler from 2783 has confirmed my suspicions. <gasps> That's He's right. Back, Tyler. John Tyler's back. Nah, it's some other fake bastard on TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> Apparently, there's um, it's kind of popular, somewhat. To be a fake time traveling bastard on t- TikTok, yeah, like it's kind of oh. like a trend. Not, I, I guess you would say a trend. Occasionally, these people pop up on TikTok that are fake time travelers. Uh, this person is at time traveler twenty seven forty three. So very creative name for a time traveler from 2743 or whatever. Uh, but the most importantly, the reason he stands out is he recently made um, a, re- a revelation or a prediction or or he he, he talked about Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I'm in. Yeah, you know, time travelers usually they talk. They don't about, talk about Bigfoot. Yeah, big this. world events, political upheaval, blah blah blah. Shit well, like I mean, like hey, if, if Bigfoot was, was discovered, that would be a big world event, would it not? Yeah, yeah. Nice. But, but these fake time travelers always neglect to bring up Bigfoot, and luckily, this is what really legitimizes him in my eyes is probably being an actual time traveler. It's because he he talked about Bigfoot. He talked about Bigfoot. Uh, first, though, it, he predicted in 2022, a huge underwater creature bigger than Megalodon is going to be found. 
So at some point in 2022, it'll happen, I guess. Uh, 2023, though, the Earth magnetic pole flips, leading everything to float for a few minutes. So that's going to be pretty cool. <laughs> Weird. I, I, don't guess, I don't know what the science behind that one. I personally hope that I'm in the middle of having sex when that happens. Because <laughs> that's going to no. be like a trans. That's going to be a transcendental experience. I imagine my partner will be like very bonded by that moment. Wouldn't you think? I don't know. It's I hope I'm pooping. Moment. <laughs> when your gravity is flipped next yeah. to mine. <laughs> well, because if you. For that brief moment where it happens, you're just like, wow, this is the, the most amazing sex I've ever had. <laughs> amazing sexual chemistry. We're straight up like traversing the space together. We're transcending a lot of the physics. But then you find out it was, oh, the fucking Magneto took a shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Magneto. Oh, he does. Uh, those ones are less specific, but he has been given some more specific predictions so we can, you know, harken back to him later and make sure, you know, he's really he's really given us the facts. Uh, on August 29th, 2022. So later this year, this coming in summertime, uh, five people are going to receive superpowers. Me? Like you could be. He doesn't specify. It just says five people. What kind of superpowers? Yeah. And he followed that one up with the big one. May 2nd, 2022. We're talking only a couple months here. Bigfoot sighting in the northwestern region of California. Which superpower individual <laughs> finds Bigfoot? Is it me? Wait, let me read this prediction to you again. And just uh, fucking how vague Nostradamus y this shit is. <laughs> May 2nd, 2022. Bigfoot sighting in the northwestern region of California. How many Bigfoot sightings do you think there are in the northwestern region of California every year? <laughs> I don't know, dozens. <laughs> Probably like 400, enough that there'll be one on May 2nd, 2020. <laughs> yeah, it's like, fuck, I doubt there's a week that doesn't go by in like fucking, um, like Trinity County or whatever, where there's a fucking Bigfoot. Goddamn Bigfoot. It's <laughs> fucking bonheads. Well, it's really the Emerald Triangle. It's really fucking Hell's Angels and shit killing people. <laughs> But you know, it's Bigfoot. Bigfoot did it. Uh, also, December first, twenty twenty-two. So uh, towards the end of the year, you know, around Christmas time, New Year's, everyone's gonna be settled in to watch uh, holiday-related twice content. That's what I'll be doing, <laughs> I assume. Um, multiple NASA. Is that part of his predictions? No, I just I'm making a personal prediction. <laughs> Although there's some new K-pop girly woman. Oh, that I think is pretty good. As far as like a human being goes, I don't particularly, don't particularly don't know much about her music. <laughs> I just know her as a, a, a entertaining human being on TV shows and their YouTube channel, or whatever. Solar for Mama Moo. she's cute. The end. She's also older, closer to my age, probably more like respectable um, infatuation with a celebrity to have. Zoe Kravitz and Solar, let's do it. Threesome. You know what I'm <laughs> Zoe about? Kravitz for sure is closer to your age. Um, I actually I don't, don't know. I think Zoe Kravitz is kind of young, isn't she? No, she's dating Channing Tatum. She has to be close to your age. She's dating Channing Tatum? Yeah, the Tatums. I straight up have a chance then. If they break up, I'll be like, hey, you want another tall, conventionally attractive, kind of goofy white boy? It's me and you, Zoe. She's uh, small. She's like our mom's size. <laughs> she's mom's size. She's only 5'2". Uh, Solar is... She's born in '88, uh, so just you know, two years, two years younger than you. Who's Zoe Kravitz? Yeah, check on Solar from Mama Me now. Let's see what she was. Born. I don't care about that. No, this is, I'm more interested in Zoe Kravitz. Oh, she's born in '91. She's 31. Yeah, too young for you. Let's regular. Now that's like a normalized age. <laughs> oh, anyhow, I guess back to this prediction. Uh, NASA's gonna receive a signal coming from the moon. Meanwhile, a video of an unidentified object approaching the moon will be recorded. Fucking Unicron. Or space Nazis. Or Transformers? You mean Decepticons? Well no, like you know, like Iron Skies. Oh. Where the, the zombies there's not zombies, the Nazis have a space base on the moon and they're like, Alright, finally it's time for the fourth Reich. Uh this is more like the seventh one. Uh he's also got a prediction here that really to me kind of reveals that he's probably uh, like a 
19 year old British kid who spends too much time on the internet because he says uh, GTA 6 will officially launch on September 17th, 2024. It'll be the largest and biggest selling game up until 2030. And on December 18th, 2022, England will win the Football World Cup. So, okay, this guy's oh, British. So fucking He's a 17 year old British kid. He's a 19-year-old British kid who loves video games. So basically, this could be any 19-year-old in England or in the United States. Because fucking... Why are oh, these... the, the, the fucking 19-year-olds in the United States don't give a shit about England winning the World Cup. Yeah, but they fucking, I guarantee you they care about Grand Theft Auto 6. That is uh, the biggest um sort of difference in like age gap when I was working at FedEx with all those like 25, 20 to 25 year old kids and shit. It's like, man, you guys like really love video games. That's crazy. I know I just played a hundred hours of Elden Ring, but I don't think it's that great. great, And I don't particularly want to talk about it with strangers. Uh, Who wants to hear gaming stories? They're great. Yeah. Fucking video games. Come on. I'm the the third highest ranked Ultima online player. There's no, the, what was Ultima Online? What the fuck was that kid always talking to me about? I don't, I don't know, man, <laughs> but here's the important prediction because it's coming, like, it's fucking happening right now. It's not important. Yes, it is. This is big shit. All right, go for it. Remember these dates during March 2022. That's right now. It's March 2022 right now. March 9th, 2022. March 17th, 2022. St. Patrick's Day. March 21st. That's tomorrow. What do they, why do we remember them, though? The Great Reset has officially started. It was planned years ago, and it is oh, now time no. for the world to be taken <laughs> to a whole new era. This should confirm my authenticity. Humans I'm leaving. Understand <laughs> that I'm more that I'm more here to help. I'm here to help. So, what happened on March 9th? Do you remember anything specifically? I don't know. I don't unplug my headset. What did you say? Well, do you, uh, do you remember anything specifically happening on March 9th? Fucking no. What about March 17th? It was St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I had stew. I told you that already. What was and in I drank, the news? I drank two Guinnesses. I remember people were clowning on Michael Martin. And someone was like, oh, you think Sinn Féin's so good? Why is Mary Lou McDonald meeting with the President of the United States without their left wing? That's bitch shit. I was like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure because he's, he's President of the United States. His name is Joe Biden. That's why she's meeting with him. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, but that's not very lift, left wing of Sinn Fein. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. The President of the United States. Uh, I mean, it's like actually also perfect for Sinn Fein's one of Sinn Fein's major goals to reunify Ireland, right? Because Joe Biden absolutely supports the reunification of Ireland. <laughs> so that is the president you would want to appeal to. I don't, I don't know. It kind of makes sense to me. I'm sure they weren't in there talking about Palestinian human rights. So, you know. Fucking sure it worked out. So maybe that was March seventeenth, right? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I doubt it. <laughs> but the important March twenty first tomorrow, uh, something is gonna happen. I'm sure a lot of things are probably. Gonna I gotta, I gotta call Home though. Depot about this fucking fridge I was supposed to get that hasn't arrived yet. Oh yeah, I'm supposed to ask you about that. Did I was just gonna Friday and didn't show up, and oh. I called and they said, "Yeah, well, for some reason it's not on the truck. We'll call you in forty eight hours." And then I never heard anything. So, oh, call them tomorrow. Um, do you need any help? No, no. I'm like, I, like everything I do these days, like it never fucking works out. Like I don't know what the problem is. Is it me? Is it I'm just bad luck, or is this, the world just no longer functions the way it's supposed to? It's because Joe Byron, sleepy <laughs> Joe Byron. Let's go, Brandon. Because huh? <laughs> of Brandon, you couldn't get your refrigerator. He's ruined the supply chain, inflation, <laughs> vaccine, COVID. Yeah, I don't think Russia, that's because I called them like, hey, it's, it didn't get on the truck. We're going to talk to the warehouse. It's probably at the warehouse somewhere. Are you here in 24 hours? Well, 24 to 48 hours. And they you probably know. couldn't afford gas for the, the truck because of Joe Byer. <laughs> Joe Byer. Joe Byer. Uh, also, Joe Brandon. Real quick follow-up to a story from a few weeks ago. Remember um, Irma Rick from Argentina who got abducted for like 40 oh. hmm She's back in the news in Argentina. She's says she's pregnant from the alien encounter. Oh, okay. Yeah. The ultrasound confirmed. She was on. She had an interview on um, a broadcast called Bahia Hoy. Hoy. Well, you gotta believe that. La Brujula Twenty Four is the name of the <laughs> TV channel. 
she had a lot of things to tell, starting with possible alien pregnancy. I, I don't have a belly yet. I feel discomfort. Things that happened to me. I have to consult the prosecutor because she does not want me to talk about shit. You gonna sue the aliens? I don't understand. I don't know what her what her her case what case she's working on, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm these just, sons of bitches from Rigol Three are gonna pay. Well, I mean they they fuck that's child uh, support. Here we come. Nothing. That's a sexual assault for sure, brother. Kidnap me, brother. Uh, I'm doing studies because of an alien pregnancy. I don't ask for much. I have to do a lot of things. I ask for a little help. Tomorrow I have to do ultrasounds and stuff. Supposedly I got pregnant when they took me away. So I guess she she must be hot news in Argentina. She's at least getting appearances on TV and shit. Uh, she was also apparently abducted in 2002. In, uh, nope, no baby that time. In the house where she lives. Not no baby that time. So, yeah, uh, I guess when we find out more, like when she has the baby or whatever, we'll update you guys. Yeah, how many tentacles it has? The next step in her adventure with aliens, her ongoing feud, if you will. Uh, I thought it was only a life adventure. Now we're going to be parents together. Her and an alien? Her and an alien. I don't think so. They seem to be absentee fathers quite often. That's it for spooky news. Good luck to Irma Rick on her pregnancy. Um, good luck yeah. to us all tomorrow on March 21st when. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen? Something's probably gonna happen. some machine fan again. Something's going to happen. And it's going to be the Great Hit Awakening, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah, it was the Great Awakening. <laughs> Isn't that a fucking QAnon shit? Yeah, it's QAnon shit for sure. Yeah, that sounds like a dumb 19 year old from England. <laughs> Boris Johnson's going to save us all. Yeah, Boris Johnson, he doesn't seem like the ringleader of, like, a pedophile ring to me at all. Let, let's do a Brexit. Are you out of your mind? They took, they exited from from reasonable thought. That's what they should call it. Reasonable thought exit, not Brexit. Call it breakfast. We want to make ourselves less important. Uh, that's it. VHS cult. Uh, Zoe Kravitz forever. Uh, Mina forever. I'll never... Um, Get over my first K-pop crush. It's me forever. Uh, go to VHS. Channing Tatum forever. Shout out Channing Tatum's. I, you know what? I'm cool with Channing Tatum. So good for you, Channing. I'm Tatum. not. Why not? I'm nothing for Channing Tatum. I don't know. I don't have no feelings for him at all. So I'm not oh. cool with him. I'm not uncool with him. I'm indifferent to the Tatums. I guess like the Tatums uh, ain't got nothing for me. Being like you know legitimate, um, straightforward about it. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about Channing Tatum. He's just some other human being. But, you know, whatever. He's cool. I'm fine. You kiss on Zoe Kravitz. You do it. Do it for all of us. No, do it for yourself. Do it for Zoe. No, do it for me. Uh, VHSKVLT.com. Make sure to rate and review. Like and subscribe. Do the YouTube shit. Do the Twitch shit. Do the Spotify, Apple Podcasts. So Apple, sure. uh, whatever that Stitcher. shit what is. Where f- do you listen to podcasts these days? Podbeans? You get your. I don't listen to podcasts, so I don't know. <laughs> um, Me either. Specifically, though, we need to donate to the Patreon. I need about $800. $800. We already went over this. I need the Yakuza. Not me. I need, I need a solid two to $3,000 a month <laughs> or family starve. I mean, yeah. I, give us everything you can. Everything you have. Give it everything you got. You know, no next, one else needs it more than we do. That's for sure. Next week, I'll record the entire podcast with a, a gun pointed at the camera. So you'll know how it's going <laughs> You know, it's like rob people. I don't mean like a suicide thing. That'll be, I don't know, probably a couple years down the road, to be honest. <laughs> I, maybe sooner than that. I do feel like I'm really at my wit's end, you know, like the at the end of my rope. I don't know if I'd do with a gun, though. I'd rather go out. Well, it's something to really think about, you know. Plan your suicide. That's what I always say. I think I'd rather go out partying. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's always that's not gonna, that's not a surefire way. Uh, when when I party, it is. Just cold.